0: Today on Let's Do a Podcast, we watch the movie The Black Hole. So strap in, grab a beer, and listen as we explore the universe. Rip it and rip it. Woo!
1: Oh, is this part where I'm supposed to go do the, the, the um, theme song?
0: I was playing the audio. <laughs> you oh. just can't hear it. That's okay.
1: Oh. No, it's great. It's like. Because I can I can I can do like a nineteen eighties style uh like electropop beat. Yeah, boop, 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 boop,
0: boop, boop, boop. yeah this is hey, trial on error, trial on error. <laughs> this is gonna be <laughs> lots of air. So as we said in the intro, we are talking about the movie from Disney The Black Hole. And of course, we had to bring in a guest that I mean I just feel like it's such a great movie that we have to talk with somebody
1: else. Oh, we had so much we had so much fun last time. <laughs> it's true. So I figured we, we figured we'd bring him back. So. Yeah, we
0: have to. So our good friend from Dallas Beard Talk, it's Victor. Welcome back, Victor. Hey, welcome back, man.
2: Oh, thank you for having me back and thank you for picking such an awesome movie.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. You'd be so happy.
1: Yeah. I don't know if you're being sarcastic or
0: <laughs> I <laughs> oddly sincere. a bit of both. It's a it's a bit both. I actually did enjoy the movie, but
2: I just wish I just wish it was a little bit different.
0: Yeah. So yeah. as usual, before we get uh too much into the movie, we are talking about our beer of choice. Um Anthony, what are you drinking right now?
1: So, uh, just a little bit for the audience. As we're all social distance, uh, we have been having more of a difficult time coordinating on uh, which particular beer we're drinking. So, I think all three of us have a different beer, if that's if that's correct. Yeah. So, I'll go first. Uh, the beer I am drinking today, and uh, you'll see this maybe on our social feed if I uh, if I remember to take pictures, is uh, I am drinking Mar- from Martin House the Orange County Mandarin Orange Fruited Sour Ale. It's comes in comes in at 6.5 uh, percent. It's pretty crushable. It's pretty sour, but it's got like a good it's got a good flavor to it. Uh, it's a uh, uh, it's it's great summer beer. Uh, you know we can't be drinking these stouts when it's 200 degrees outside. So this is what I'm drinking. I am not sweating my ass off because of it. So it's great.
0: <laughs> uh, just before we move on, I just realized the whole time I had our intro music, I had it muted, so that didn't even fucking go through. oh man what a what it is we'll just cut it in we'll um, edit it uh anyways uh victor what about you buddy
2: i am drinking two different beers the first one i'm doing right now is uh where's my car from uh turning point that's the first one the second one's going to be cut the red tape from false idol they're both uh double ipas
0: i need to get my hand on some of that false idol i I've been mm-hmm. saying that for so long. I just keep on putting it off, and every time I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna do it." They sell all the stuff I want. I want, I'm like, dang it.
2: <laughs> well, I got a, I got a, um, I got a can or two for cut the red tape for. If you want some, and uh, Lupa Linda, whatever, however they're supposed to say it, I have a can <laughs> yeah. left. Yeah, I started drinking a little bit too much, like, so I, I can save you a can of that one. I know yeah. that one just sold out I always too.
0: Take everything. If people want to give me beer, I always say yes. I never, I've never <laughs> turned down a beer.
1: Like, I do remember Same the last beer. time I had something from Paul Seidel, uh, and this 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 shows how long ago it was, is uh, I had the beer about nothing, and it was freaking awesome. Yeah. So, it, yeah.
0: That is a
2: good I beer. think it should have been right up the alley. Like, they need to bring that beer back for the podcast. So let's do a yeah. podcast. And beer about nothing goes hand in hand.
0: It does. It does. Make it just for us. Come on, Don. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: I know a guy. I know the
2: brewer. i will put in a good word. There we go. <laughs> to be the
0: official beer of let's do a podcast.
2: I I like it. I think those, those fly off like off the tongue really well. Yeah.
0: So for me, uh, I decided to go all nine hundred three wearing my nine hundred three shirt. Um, so I'm going to be drinking two from them. This one is the Rum Runner. Nice. Yeah. it Has banana, blackberry, orange, cherry, pineapple, smoothie style goose ale. It's from their slushy series. For me, this is probably my favorite slushy I've ever had. Uh, it's... I don't even know what the percentage is. If I remember right, it's like a 6.1%. I think I looked that up because it's not on the can or anything. And well, That sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, then the other one is also from their slushy series. It's called Hurricane. Yeah. It's passion fruit, orange, lime, smoothie-style goose ale. I think that one is also a six point one. I think most of them are around the six point one, but
1: yeah, you get those, uh, you get those uh, ghost beers. They're they're uh, they're strong on flavor, but not strong on the uh, on the ABV. So
0: oh man, but you can have a few of them. Yeah, uh, yeah. These like it's so good. Like I can pretty much chug it so fast because it's like just having a really fruity smoothie. And um, so before you know it, you're like, okay, yeah, I'm I'm feeling it. <laughs> Especially if yeah, you do two or three in a row, but.
2: Not
0: 100%. Yeah, I, I do think like I've had their slushies throughout, you know, for a good while, off and on, and they've all been okay to me, but these two are just amazing, in my opinion.
2: I definitely have the rum runner, I have one camp try to yet. I'm waiting for like a slushy episode to make.
0: I want to do, uh, me and my wife talk because we bought a lot of it whenever we went up there taking one of them and just actually putting it in a blender with ice and making it like a legit, like smoothie. Yeah. Right. Like,
2: <laughs> Ooh, that
1: sounds
0: cool. Yeah. Like get it nice and almost like frozen and the smoothie. I was like, that would be amazing. Maybe we'll do that today. That sounds really good.
1: It's like, I've been hitting up smoothie King a lot recently. So I feel like I can make that by myself just because I've been there. Yeah. So <laughs> I just have the confidence. It's the false confidence, but it's confidence.
2: It's like, I've been drinking enough
1: of this. I know how to make it. I know. The exactly. Flavor. Exactly.
0: Well, anything else about beer, or do we want to jump into this movie? Because, I mean, P- uh, usually we talk to the guests. They have them share all that kind of stuff. Um, but we, we actually had Victor on our last episode, so you can listen to that. And, of course, at the end of the episode, we'll ask him to promote whatever he wants to promote, that kind of normal stuff. But, uh, you know, we just had him on. If you didn't listen to the ap- last episode, you need to go listen to it anyways, because it's a really yeah. good episode. It was a good episode, yeah. <laughs> it
2: was fun. <sighs> It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Thanks so, for having me back.
0: Oh, like, I think you're going to be a regular on here. That's for sure. <laughs> but um, well, movies
2: like this, I feel like I, I, I welcome. I'm welcome it. Thank
0: you. Yes, these are fun. Like, I, so I actually, well, I'll, I guess let's move into the movie. So, Well,
2: I, if I could promote, I want to promote you guys for a second. Uh, the platform, and there was another one you guys did that's – You've been doing these really good, goofy, weird movies lately on a on a on a row, and I feel like that's interesting. I feel like they've been enjoyable episodes because they're a goofy movie. Platform by far is my least favorite. Uh, not the episode you guys made, but my least favorite movie you guys re- uh, reviewed. Uh, I hated that movie. <laughs> I hated, <laughs> really hated that movie. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, but a rough I enjoyed. movie. Yeah, it's a it's start premise is interesting, but the ending is really weird. So if you guys haven't heard their take on it, go listen to that episode. We haven't heard yeah. it already. But it's uh I enjoy these off take movies that you've been doing lately, so I really really appreciate that
1: yeah, I feel like uh thinking about art uh thinking about that uh platform movie uh like now that I've got some time between myself and wa- uh and wa- uh watching it uh I feel like it bordered on art film almost, so yeah, it was pretty interesting
0: i I've always told people like whenever I talked about the podcast episode and they're like, you know maybe I'll watch it like don't watch it, don't watch the movie. I was like, I, I know, like you're gonna, it's gonna, you're gonna be bugged out for a while after watching it, but at least listen to the episode because it was a good one. But that no, was a great
2: episode, definitely a great episode, but, definitely
0: a bad movie, but I <laughs> do enjoy your take on it. I do, but I mean, I kind of agree with what you're saying, Victor. Of like, once we kind of decided to switch up, I think the movies that we watch, um, I kind of really, we we both have been learning how to uh, scale down how we do our podcast so we don't do a tell-all episode, you know? Yeah. So just, just, just the learning. Despite uh, how much Anthony really wants to, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just, I think it's it's within the last couple of weeks, our episodes have been getting better and better because it, we're watching either, like, really bad to the point where it's actually kind of fun to watch. But, yeah, it's been fun.
1: I was like, uh, that's why if you go look in the social feeds, like, hash, hashtag bad movie, hashtag weird movie, because yeah. that's what it's all about. <laughs>
0: And I
2: do appreciate those episodes more. I did a small take on your guys' podcast on my last video with uh, update. It's that I really appreciate that weirdness because if you do a Google search of these weird movies, uh, as the show continues to grow, that should pop up too with these weird movies. And then you guys have a fun take on it. It's digestible, uh, 30 minutes, roughly digestible. And you don't have to watch the bad movie. Yeah unless yeah. you really want to
0: yeah that's the thing is like if you listen to our podcast you're like okay i really want to see this movie even though they said don't do it like <laughs> go for it it's like ah oh, that's a challenge yeah <laughs>
2: challenge accepted i'm watching it
0: <laughs> but yeah that's i mean that's kind of like what the motto that me and him decide we're gonna start saying is like we watch bad movies but we drink good beer kind of thing you know yeah
2: hey i like that make that the hashtag yeah Yeah, I like that.
1: That's our that's our that's our motto. Talking about bad movies while drinking great beer. Uh, It was was it? No, we are. uh, It is a good podcast about bad movies and great beer. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's it. I like that. I fucking like
1: that. Yeah, that should be the intro. Yeah, but uh, so the movie though the movie. So this (laughs) is our first. This is so this is our first. uh, This is our first Disney Plus movie. (laughs) How does that feel to be digging into like a new? Uh, a new streaming platform, I know, right? <laughs> it's like there was nothing better on there. I mean, like, uh, I, there's like this like Star Wars show, I guess, that's on there. That everybody's talking about, but I'm all yeah, about. That. I'm all about the black hole. I don't know about you guys.
0: <laughs> so the the reason I picked this is because one of my coworkers was like, "Hey, have you seen the movie The Black Hole?" I was like, I don't, I don't know." So I looked it up and I saw it on disney plus and i was like oh i kind of remember this from like forever ago watching it whenever i was a lot younger like oh, i'll watch it because i was bored so i did and i was like oh my god I, this has to be a podcast episode like i just knew it uh-huh. immediately and then again whenever i watched it this morning it's like oh, i'm so glad i picked this one
1: <laughs> so i had when you when you brought this up i totally confused it with do you do you remember those choose your own adventure books from when you were kids yeah yes I, there was one called Journey Through the Black Hole and I totally confused it with that book. So I was like, oh, it's going to be about this thing and it's like two ships and blah, 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 I was like, wait, that was a Choose Your Own Adventure book. I have no clue what this movie's about. <laughs> so I'm going in, I was going in, in, I was going in clean sheet. Oh, so. that's good though,
0: that's good. Yeah. No,
1: same
2: here. I, I saw the, 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 not the box sword, but the TV logo of it. And I was like, this looks familiar, but I'm like, I don't remember it. And then I turned it on and again, like that, yeah. Uh, the opening quote unquote scene, I'm like, oh no, I've never seen this. I kind of watched yeah. this a few times.
0: So, all right. So, this movie, as we said right now, I think it's only on Disney Plus, if I remember correctly. I think I looked it up and tried to find it to see if it was anywhere else. But, uh, That's correct. It's a 1979 Disney movie. Um, Peach I think it falls within the realm of
1: space opera, I believe, yeah. is what they would call it. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, the first two and a half minutes is a black screen with uh, <laughs> interesting music. Oh, <laughs>
1: uh, so I mean, that's where I get that that's space opera because it's all classical music, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, Facts. We all agreed before we we started recording that, like, we all were kind of worried that maybe our our screen, our TV, wasn't working, or maybe it's not streaming yeah. right. They should
1: have put in that uh, they should have put in that Twilight Zone thing in the beginning. Is like, do not adjust your television. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been so
2: good. They could have done that. Oh, the budget for the movie is $20 million. I looked this up because I was so upset. $20 million? Wow. Yeah, budget. It made $38 million, 38.8, in the uh, the movie theaters. Um,
1: well it's like state of the art CG graphics guys. I don't know about yeah. you, but I mean, that's worth it. It was too
0: horrible for <laughs> for how old it was. That's for sure. I, I I that's
2: part of my that's one of the points of my contention because I think it is. Uh so it was made in nineteen seventy nine, two years earlier, Aliens Alien was made. Uh Star Wars was made in seventy six Star Wars made. Uh and also ter- Terminator
0: was made. I mean, but did you see the robots? <laughs> <laughs> I did see the robots. Are you, are you they sure?
2: It so, um, was so great.
0: All right. So, Anthony, uh, you you want to do our little rundown, then we'll interrupt you while you're talking to talk about the scenes.
1: All right. So uh, just a quick synopsis before we go in and just kind of talk about what we saw here. So uh, let me get my dramatic voice on. <clears throat> me, 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 me. All right. In the future, a spaceship dubbed the USS Palomino is on its way back to Earth when it is discovers another ship that has been assumed missing, the USS Cygnus. That ship was huge, by the way. Um, yeah, another yeah, point of contention I, for me. Yeah,
0: so, okay. <laughs> Interrupting. How huh? is it that that ship was fucking huge, but the, the other ship that, like, uh, what's it called? The research vessel the, that they're on, the Palomino, yeah, it's the Palomino. So small.
1: As <laughs> <laughs> like this is the the Palomino is new. Uh, it's a newer ship, supposedly, right? Yeah, and yeah, you would think uh, it's this thing's the been missing for twenty ship. years. Why is this thing so freaking huge? Yeah, that's...
2: I think I could. I, I think I could tell you why because they were so upset that they lost the budget for the tax because they brought it up several times. Again, I watched this movie several times. Ooh, that's true. They, they did the first forty.
0: That is true.
2: They kept bringing up how much it wasted money and how much the taxpayers had to pay for it.
0: Budget cuts you know guns. what dude that actually that lines up because they do mention that a lot of like how much money went into that ship and all that kind of stuff so yeah that actually i guess that makes sense they're so, like all right well since we lost a lot of money fuck you guys you're gonna get a ship the size yeah. of a tin can like yeah exactly where's
2: where where the food they don't specify how far is space they said they're on the frontier looking for new planets but where's the food where's the backup crew and why do you only have one, one, <laughs> one, one robot, robot yeah where do they sleep? or oh, you got is they're coming out from different places, but the when you pull away it's just like a it's like a one bedroom studio, uh, one studio apartment size and they have five people on the crew.
0: Yeah, like whenever it first shows them like all going to I guess the command deck, like they're going through this weird open space area. But yeah, whenever they pull out, you're like, Where what? Yeah, do they, come, do they fly through outer space to get to the ship? Like what the fuck?
1: I'll tell you how it works. Okay. It's Science. Me. Science. Uh, I mean magic. <laughs> Science. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It had to be Science. magic, magic. A thousand percent. <laughs> yeah.
0: that, that robot's actually a magician. Yes. It's like, a witch. Yeah, it's all,
1: it's all in the robot, yeah.
0: Seriously, this robot, this robot is the R2-D2 of the movie, so. Oh, yeah, and the other one's the right? No, they both have to be
2: CP3O, like that one robot. Is all of them together because it looks like CP3O. Uh, no, talks like him, and then R2D2 size, like yeah, it flies around.
0: Yeah, that's true. It's a good mix. Anyways,
1: so Pre- uh, so proceeding on, Kate McRae, a scientist aboard the Palomino, learns it's the same ship upon which her father served as a crew member. Which when the, the Pal- yeah, <laughs> I mean yeah, true. Oh, I mean, but it's a movie, so of course the odds are very high that somebody's going to know somebody <laughs> but, on that but, ship. I mean, which, they knew of, two people on that ship, they knew the leader of the ship, and they knew the father, so...
0: Out of the whole universe, they just happened to go to the same exact freaking spot that somehow they didn't remember that a ship went there till they looked it up? I, okay, anyway. I yeah, <laughs> I did, but
2: it's the but it's the biggest black hole in recorded history, so you can't really find out information about it until so you get close enough about it. You know, got to get close there first, and then there's zero gravity right in between the black hole and where you're at, there's zero gravity, so you can hang out there
1: for a while. So if it was like the biggest black hole in recorded history, how did they get to the center of the galaxy, In my is is my question. So, <laughs> that's where it is, right?
2: I guess it has to be. In that little ship I don't five know. people.
1: Exactly. <laughs> They're starving. They they don't, e- don't even get me started on the orbital dynamics of this thing. So.
2: <laughs> oh, I, that's why I watched it a few times because I was just like, "Do they explain any of this stuff?"
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, it's like no. it's like I've played Kerbal Space Program. I know how this stuff works. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I play video games. Yes. <laughs> I played Mass <laughs> Effect. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's it's it, it's it's science. Yeah.
0: Science. This shit don't add
1: up. Anyway. So. uh... When the Palomino's crew boards the Cygnus, they are met by Dr. Reinhardt and a bizarre faceless army who plan to be the first people ever to explore a black hole.
2: Can we uh can we jump back back to the opening credits of the
1: movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's Rewound, uh, okay.
2: Just wanna put put reference to people's mind. Uh, not not the two minutes that's black. Just the opening credits, they have mysterious turbulence because they're so far away from the black hole that they had to fight to keep the ship together, but then they fly into the black hole further in. On top of that, um, there's a lot of wire work because they try to show zero gravity. Yeah. Unlike Alien or uh, Star Wars where they have figured out gravity in space so they can walk around, they don't have gravity. They don't figure out gravity in this ship. So they do a lot of wire work and a lot of self-shaking um, in the movie.
1: See, I, I get what they – I think I get what they are trying to do. Because if you, like, watch, like, The Expanse, like, w- like how they would do that, like, in present day, they, yeah. like, show it a little bit. Uh, where they show that there's some gravity. There's, gra- there's times when there's gravity and when there's not gravity. And it looks okay. But, like, this being, like, late 1970s, it looks terrible. Like they got they got poor Ernest Borgnine on like a, a harness and he's just kind of like floating around <laughs> inside this set,
2: and you can see the wire work. I feel like yeah. if we could find a VHS version of this movie, we could see more wire work because I feel like they didn't try to clean it up and some of the colors. Uh, they have a robot there, uh, a tin can that flies. We mentioned it earlier, but um, he Into does one liners. Yeah, and he. This is where my first point of contention, where I wanted to turn the movie off, but I couldn't because I was doing it for you guys. (laughs) (laughs) He talks about Dante's Inferno in the first line that he says in the movie. And if this is a future movie, Dante's Inferno is over possibly four or 500 years old, whatever time frame is this movie. Who would reference such a 500 book?
1: I don't know. I, I, when I was in high school, I had people dropping in Shakespeare all the time, and those are pretty old, too. So <sighs> Yes, I could see that. You, yeah. you went
2: to an old art school. You went to an <laughs> <old> art school. <laughs> 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 I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> I, I did hang out with a lot
1: of drama nerds, okay?
2: <laughs> oh, my God. But that's the opening. Then they find this ship. And then, uh, yeah, proceed. Sorry. I just wanted to throw it out there. They have a they they, they you couldn't get closer because the ships would break apart, but then they fly closer into it.
1: Yeah so so yeah so the start the movie starts and they they're like cruising up and they're like oh look there's a black hole over there they're like i guess they're on their way back to earth and they as they're just kind of cruising cruising back to earth they're like oh look at this big black hole and they're like oh we also noticed this ship there uh what kind of ship is that and they're like they overlay they instead of, they, they don't scan it or anything like that they just lay over pictures of other ships oh, right, like right. And, like it's, it's like square peg round hole and they're trying to like see what matches and they finally get to the Cygnus, and they're like, oh, it's this ship. It has to be this ship. And then they're like, oh, it's, like, really close to the black hole. Uh, let's go check it out. And the captain, being the smart one on the crew, he's like, I don't think that's a smart thing to do.
0: Yeah, but everyone's like, "Ah, oh, fuck it.
1: <laughs> and everybody else is, like, overruled. And so they go, they go closer to the black hole, and like you would expect, everything starts falling apart. They whiz past the ship where there's like this like zero gravity zone where they're not going to get sucked in. They go back into and they almost basically get sucked into the freaking black hole like at the beginning of the movie. I was like, oh, yeah. cool. One and done. This is like a 20 second movie.
2: No, here's the best in Another part of the movie. As they're getting whizzed into the black hole, the guy, the the guy who was in Psycho. What is that guy's name? Um, Anthony Perkins?
3: Yeah, Anthony Perkins, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, the actor, imagine guys, the actor in Psycho, one of the most iconic movies of all time, was like, let me put my spacesuit on and let me fucking slingshot over there to the other ship. But yeah, yeah the ship that you're on could barely survive what's going on, but you want a slingshot to the other ship?
1: It was, uh, there was a lot of stupid stuff getting thrown out there. Wow.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> that's like, just the beginning. Even... Like,
1: yeah, it's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is just like the beginning few minutes of this
0: movie. It's still
2: the first five minutes of the movie. Yeah, we still like last time in the last one. We still stuck in the first five, ten minutes of the movie.
0: Yeah, and the first two and a half minutes is nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. So it's yeah, the they're like three... they're already like padding it. Yeah. Yeah, it's really just like the first actual like three minutes of the movie that we're like, wait, what?
1: So Gosh. some of the, some of my favorite stuff in here was also since the, the since the ship was shaking is like uh like very much like you would see in Star Trek. As the ship was shaking, it wasn't actually the set that was shaking, it was the camera shaking, and then they had the actors dancing around. But there was a mismatch between when the camera stopped moving and when the actors stopped moving, so you could see the guys like still moving when the camera stops.
0: It was so great.
2: Oh, yes! it was. I wanted to take a picture of that, but I don't think anybody would have got the reference. Maybe after this episode comes out, yeah. start sharing that
0: pictures. It was so great, really. Just like everything was stopped, but he's still going. And then you can realize he's like, "Oh, we're done."
1: That <laughs> was that like uh, the Charlie the XO of the ship, right?
0: Yeah, and then yes. all the like the numbers that the whole time they're yelling out. You're like, "This means nothing. Oh, this is gibberish." Yeah, I was like, "I was like, what the hell does that mean?" Yeah, six two nine three four two. We're like, o- okay. Are we supposed to understand what you're trying like, to yell at shut us?
1: shut up, Charlie. <laughs> and they were throwing out
0: they
2: scientific words, but that meant nothing. That kind of bothered me, too. But obviously, we're in 2020, and we have more knowledge of space, a little bit more now. Yeah. But yeah, the words that we use, I'm like, I don't know, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. I've seen Martian. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I've seen a few movies. <laughs> so but,
1: uh, so they, get,
2: they, get, they get on the ship. Um... And uh, go ahead, Anthony. They get back on there. We're back. Now they get into the ship. They're in the ship. So they before
1: die. they even get on the ship, this is the thing that I've, like, made me laugh out loud. Ooh. And, yeah, uh, that was – uh they uh, – so Vincent, the robot, he goes outside to fix a panel or something like that, and his, like, tether oh, breaks. I forgot about that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he, like, is, like, just kind of hanging up for dear life out there. They can't communicate with him over the radio because they have interference from the black hole. So the robot – and the lady have extrasensory perception and they can telepathically communicate with each other ESP what bro. the hell
2: <laughs> they, they just throw that out of nowhere like use your ESP I forgot about that use your ESP to talk to the robot to get back in here
0: <laughs> she's like to get back in. oh yeah <laughs> yeah
2: and that's just that not just that um they uh in 30 seconds the robot's gonna die and get lost in space. But they don't even give you time to feel like a drama to it because the next frame over he shoots his own uh, projectile to stick to the
0: sh- to the ship. Yeah. Which was just a piece of cardboard. But yes, <laughs> but
2: but they, but they made a whole scene of Charlie the uh, the SO and the captain fighting to save the robot. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead. Is it you, robot? Yeah. Yeah. And then sit down. The next that's frame a command. Over, exactly. They make a whole big yeah. riff of this fight. I love. I,
0: lo- I love the whole what if that was one of us out there? Charlie is one of us. And then the it's done. They're like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, and you got, like, oh, you got Vincent Charlie. out
1: there. Yeah, you got Vincent out there. He's like, I'm a strong, independent robot, and I don't need no man.
2: Yeah, <laughs> seriously. But if,
1: this is your robot,
2: and yeah. you knew that the captain had said say, like, he has ways to save himself. He's part of the team. Relax. Yeah. Relax. He just says he is a cheat. In the next frame over, no drama. Just like, <laughs> they just move
0: he on. Saves himself. Yeah. yeah. So, are we gonna save him? Is he about to die? Plus, I mean, it's yeah. your only robot. Like, come on.
1: Yeah, and Vincent I mean, just cruises back into the ship. He's like, "What's up, dorks?" He's
0: up. <laughs> he just shows up, and I they're wish. like, "Good job, Charlie." And they're like, "Are we not gonna <laughs> acknowledge what just happened?" Like, oh god. Yeah, so this is just the opening movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's Yeah, we're not even to the, we're not even to like the other ship yet. So they could they they make they somehow make their way back to the other ship, even though their ship is like broken and they're leaking oxygen and all this stuff. They get to the other ship where it's got this little zone of like neutrality against the black hole. It's not getting sucked in there. And then whoever is on that ship decides to turn the lights on finally. And so they're like, oh, so somebody is there. And so they go to the landing platform and they have to. They have to land on this thing like it has gravity, so they have to have, like turn on the rockets and land like like land on the moon instead of like docking like you would see in other movies. Yeah, so I thought that was interesting as well. So it looks very uh looks very much like uh uh like from like the uh the two the earth from the earth to the moon like, like those Jules Verne movies back in the twenties. I, uh, I did appreciate that. I did
2: appreciate that. Just a different very,
1: thing. Yeah, very very classic there. Uh, but they they land the elevator. Brings them down. They dock, and then they start getting off the ship, uh, and and they probably get shot at by la- with lasers once they get off. So that was fun. Yeah, I forgot
2: about that. That's the opening scene when they land. They get shot, and I I can't remember how to I can't remember how they explain it, but I think because like, they have weapons, they shoot at them. Well, that,
1: that was the other, that was the other thing that kind of surprised me. This is like a scientific mission. And like they're like they, like get the ore heads ready and get your laser gun. I'm like, you have weapons?
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, what are they gonna do? They uh come in contact with a ship that they don't know what's inside, Obviously, but it's supposed to be to the somebody. other
2: crewmen, <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> but it was a ship of the other crew members that I left 20 years ago, and the first instinct was, Get your guns,
1: yeah, get yeah. your guns, yeah. we're gonna shoot some mofos, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they
2: They didn't, they this is a military operation, not a civilian anymore. Now it's military because they. They defied command and did not return home. That's another big part of the movie. Oh, defied yeah. command.
1: Yeah, this is a straight up mutiny. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't. They didn't. They're like, we're not even putting these guns down. I didn't even bring my holster. <laughs>
0: <That's> <laughs> no, they didn't.
1: Yeah, they didn't this, have it.
0: This shit is not on stun, too. Like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think was not Charlie the one that got shot? Charlie the S.O. was the one that got
1: shot. Ah, uh, yeah, his gun got. His, his they, gun shot, got like, shot. they shot like they shot, destroyed his gun. Yeah, and then the <laughs> robot. Yes, right. The robot. Yeah, the it, yeah, they totally pinged Vincent there. Yeah.
0: Which God. it did nothing to him, but somehow destroyed the gun, and I feel like they're kind of made out of the same material. Like. Yeah. Right. <laughs> which is cardboard. Have been. <laughs> which is cardboard.
2: Oh, uh, another caption. I don't know if you guys, if you guys want to look this up. Look up the black hole, uh, Vincent the robot. Just to see what you guys are looking at, like a reference of what he looks like. He just has big old white eyes. I don't get why he has white eyes and a black guy. Like he has like human feature eyes, you do it in cartoon. Yeah. Don't get that at all.
0: Yeah, he's a very weird individual.
2: It, I just don't get that uh, that whole plot point of it making him look like a cartoon robot.
0: And yeah, the robot talks with a weird accent. Like I was trying to figure out what the accent was, and. He his favorite thing to do throughout the whole movie is make like witty uh just sayings, like Yeah, he's throwing up know? these like
1: these old aphorisms, yeah. Oh, uh, you guys can't really yeah. see it. That's the robot. Yeah, he's a little blurry, <laughs> but I can see it, yeah. Yeah.
2: God damn it. Damn you,
1: iPhone.
0: <laughs> yeah. There we go. Oop.
1: There we go.
2: There it is. That yeah. guy right there. So it's a cartoon, like, robot right there. Like, why would you put him, like, why have a white background? We could we have sense of feel. We can see that his, 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 his eyes.
1: Yeah, the funny part is that's probably not where his, like, actual eyes are. They're probably, like, somewhere on his body. Yeah. Probably.
2: They did that to make <laughs> I mean, him
0: look goofy.
1: Probably.
2: Make him a stupid, even though he's uh, quoting Shakespeare and Dante's Inferno the whole time. And... Talking about wolves and sheep clothing. He's yeah. definitely wolf sheep clothing. Was like
1: honestly, he's got to, either got to say that, or he's gonna say kill all humans. It's one or the other. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's like, I'm, I'm either gonna say he can't little, let it slip, really witty shit, or I'm just gonna kill these motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I swear he was gonna snap at a lot of these points. He was like, done with the humans. You could tell he was just oh, like, oh yeah. all are dumb. Let's get on the ship, fix it, and go. Like, come on.
2: Well, yeah, we get into the meat of the middle of the movie where he just keeps telling us, like, yo, wolfish, eat clothing. Uh, this is the spider. Said, come to have dinner. I'm not going to hurt you. Said the spider to the fly. Like, yeah. All these, like, eerie quotes. <laughs> and I'm just like, "Yeah, oh, my God, just leave already. And what are the humans doing?
0: They're like, oh, yeah, let's go eat with this guy. Let's hang out. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. So, we, so just kind of fast-forwarding a little bit. We finally meet Dr. Reinhardt. So they, they're like, this ship looks abandoned. They keep walking down. Doors keep opening and closing up in front of them, behind them. They get to the main, it looks like the bridge of the ship. It's like big, big room. Uh, there's all these like people sitting on the walls, but they're uh, they're robots, apparently. And they're like, there's nobody here. It's just robots. Uh, and uh, the, the, the you have the slow turn of the chair... <laughs> that you that is reserved only for the bad guy, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, he's not the bad guy apparently. But you have the slow turn of the chair, and it's Doctor Reinhardt who uh, we here mentioned a few times earlier. He's the he's the guy who was running the mission on the USS Cygnus, and he welcomes them on the ship, and he assures you. Like, there's like a lot of conflict between uh, Maximilian, the uh, I guess he's the head robot for the ship. Yeah, because yeah, uh, he basically wants to drill into like everybody's chest and just kill everybody this uh this robot he looks like a he looks like a Cylon from Battlestar Galactica
0: and that's good point he does yeah he's like
1: a straight up bucket head
0: he's like drill arm things are like just big salad tossers like salad oh yeah it's
1: like his arms didn't move like these things came out of his arms and his arms just kind of stay like this yeah so he's like spin with like
2: tongs on
0: him
1: But
2: here, another sidebar: He's supposed to be the most advanced robot on the ship, but yet he has to use his ninety degree arms with his salad tongs spinning at super fast speed, slowly approaching you. But yeah, he's the most advanced robot.
0: Yeah. And what do all the other robots have? Lasers. Guns. Like like, laser guns. They can move and have
1: guns. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And then Maximilian doesn't. Yeah, he has salad arms. Like that's the scariest thing.
1: So this, is the, so this is the other thing that kind of, like, bugs me about this movie. I I want to know—I want to know, know what—so this movie—we know this movie was released in 1979, but I feel like this movie was actually filmed, like, 10 years earlier. Again, we know that—we know that uh, Star Wars came out two years prior to this. These these robots, the uh, robot soldiers, these red robots, they all move like toy soldiers. yeah. Yeah. It was so like, it was like the weirdest dang thing. They didn't move like robots you would see in any of these more recent movies.
0: Well, it's because it was obviously humans in red jumpsuits trying to be all stiff as hell.
1: <laughs> the knees did <laughs> bent.
0: Like yeah, I mean it yeah, it was really funny. I was like, these are obviously not robots. Come on, people. Like
2: And then I, I do want to jump back to Max Millen compared to the secondary robot in command. Uh when we move to that point, I want to bring that back up. Compare oh, yeah. Maximilian Those, to the
1: number two robot. Maximilian versus star. Yeah. Star,
2: yeah. Uh, I have a big problem with that that contention there.
1: So we uh we get a little bit of uh, we get a little bit of a tour of the ship. So they uh, they they're talking to this guy and he's be- apparently figured out anti-gravity in the t- so he's been lost in space for 20 years. He's figured out anti-gravity, he's figured out something called instant energy that's never explained no Uh, never yeah he
2: only gets
1: credit for anti-gravity but never gets credit for uh instant energy yeah they talk about they yeah they they they, anti-gravity yes self-explanatory instant energy they're like it's enough energy to supply the earth forever and they're like i'm I'm like cool uh but what (laughs) so uh he he gets all that and he uh basically and then a couple of the other guys they're going to fix they're getting parts to fix the ship and they uh, kind of start detouring around and exploring stuff and things are things are fishy as you would expect for a ship that's been uh, lost for 20 years. I think the captain he sees a funeral from the where the robots are throwing a funeral and shooting somebody yeah. out in space uh, they, they basically shoot the coffin out into the black hole, which that must be fun.
2: No, yeah, that, that's the whole big contention. Like, why are these robots having funeral? And that leads to the big main problem of suspicion between uh, right. our, our tin can robot and the captain.
1: The, uh, and the uh, I think the other thing is the, the uh, Ernest Borgnine, he's wandering around and he finds this garden. That's like this big garden, uh, which doesn't seem too suspicious because, you know, he's got to eat. Uh, Dr. Reinhardt's got to eat. It just seems like a rather large garden out there. Uh, so it's, it's like, whatever, uh, doctor, uh, I think the guy's name is Dr. Alex, uh, the guy that's played by, uh, Anthony Perkins. Yes. Uh, yeah, he, he's like, he's like hook, line and sinker with Dr. Reinhardt. He's like all about it. He's like, I want to stay here. I don't want to leave. And I want to learn this, what this guy has to offer. So he's like all about it.
2: Well, I just want to be like, not to be, uh, critical of Dr. Alex. I just felt like. Uh, he was more sexually attracted to uh, the evil captain than yeah. things led on, because it felt weird. Like he just out of nowhere, did gonna listen to a story and be like, "Yes, I want to follow these ends of the earth." Like I feel like he had to be <laughs> at least physically attractive.
1: No, oh, it's like, oh, Dr. Reinhardt, thank you for this book of equations. <laughs>
2: thank you, dude. I will hold it dear to my heart for the rest of my life.
1: And he did. <laughs> he
2: did. He, he used the shield like, Yeah, it stole, was a very your... bad shield, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> the tongs did destroy it. Uh.
1: So. Uh. I. Uh. So for the this next part of the movie, I like. I lost. I did not pay attention for this middle chunk of the movie because there was like a lot of nothing that happened. To, like yeah. I don't know about you guys. I just like this middle part of the movie where they were. I guess they were just kind of building up, like laying the clues out. I was like, get to the chase, guys. Uh, yeah. Was there anything in there that you guys really, like, that really caught you? I-, I was like, it was a blur to me, to be honest. I don't even have any notes from that part of the movie.
0: The the only part that I really, I kind of enjoyed-ish, definitely-ish, was the, like, shooting range yes
1: like, oh yeah the, like, yeah oh, say, okay so yeah. yeah that's good uh yeah uh, victor you said you wanted to talk about star the the, the second in command robot then yeah yeah so
2: in this middle chunk that so story part wise it's literally nothing we already see this something suspicious we already got the eyes laid on the shadow lays over the evil guy's eyes already so we already know this is a bad guy everything's weird a lot of food a lot of questions already within the first forty minutes of the movie. The next twenty minutes is just the dinner scene that does nothing, yep. uh, besides show that I think Doctor Perk and uh, Doctor uh, Alex is attracted to the evil guy. That's it, and yeah. then the, yeah, and, he wants to sleep <laughs> with him. <them.
1: laughs> yeah. yeah, and we and get to see our, some like bad green screen effects.
2: Yes, and then, but then our robot finds an old robot, and they go to the shooting range, and then the number two which has emotions and portrays emotions of like jealousy anger and can shoot with two laser guns and shows some signs of intelligence uh, uh, it's number two to the main bad robot that has no emotions no legs and can't bend his arm straight forward <laughs> <laughs> or move his arm straight forward it's like yeah it stays at 90 degrees the entire time Maxim- was like maximilian
1: so he's like uh, yeah he I guess he was formerly like the number uh, he was like the formerly like the head robot before Maximilian yes. came around, right? Exactly. So, and then, it's like how would you like to lose your job to that guy? That guy's like like a freaking chump compared to this guy. I feel like uh I feel like Star would have been able to kick the other guy's ass.
2: Exactly. Yes. My point my point of contention is like he got so mad that he beat up the other the only other smart intelligent robot. He beat him to a pulp that made him physically fear Star. But yeah, he can't Show any emotion and physically show out and beat up Maximilian. He just has to wait for Max to turn the corner and he could shoot him yeah. a yeah. million times yeah. before he gets there. That's it. Like, all right, I can't beat you up in a straight up fight, but I got two guns.
0: What just I thought was party. hilarious was that that whole scene. Like, it felt like they were in high school. Like, basically, yes. yeah. Star is like the the cool jock, and all the other like the red other robots are like gossiping and like oh my god did you see how he shot oh my god like this is (laughs) ever yeah it's just like oh my god really and it was hilarious because like this really is it's like they're trying to make it so the shooting range area is like high school for robots like it's yeah
1: yeah
0: (laughs) except uh, it's
1: a Yeah, except the, uh, at the end the uh, the high school jock has a coronary and dies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, he, he got
2: shot in the heart and didn't have yeah. a coronary and dies. Which... Uh, our robot shoots him.
1: Yeah, it's, that's
0: true. He does seen... get shot, yeah. you think that they would have measures so, you know, if a laser bounces off of not really sure what and comes back that it wouldn't kill them, I, I would think that'd yes. be a safety precaution that they would want in there, especially for a shooting range, but you know i don't own a ship with a laser gun range so i can't really say much and the,
2: so that yes exactly and that's my big point of contention like this show this star has this feelings and energetic personality like he should be number one he should have been the main threat he, if he should have been the twist bad guy in my opinion if I could rewrite the movie he's the twist bad guy yeah. yeah star is uh but um and then in the meantime because our main robot is such a great shooter, the old robot now going to show all the secrets about this of this ship and how it works. Not before, because when they were friends, they seemed very friendly before, but now that he shows that he's the best shooter on the range, I can tell you all the secrets yeah. of what's going on like, on this well, ship. passed my test. Yeah,
0: I think it was mainly because the one that he was mainly afraid of, Star, is now dead. So he's like, all right, well, you actually killed the badass on the ship, so... Uh, I guess I'll help yeah, you. We I'm can not afraid anymore. Now, yeah.
1: <laughs> like, we might be able to pull this off now. Yeah, yeah.
0: you killed the jock. Cool. Come on. Yeah.
1: It's like, Maximilian know. doesn't even have lasers, so...
0: I'm not going to run away from that guy. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> but uh, no, that's the, then we get the... But then that's where we get the expedition dump of the evilness of the guy
0: on the ship. So,
1: yeah. So, and this is the other part where it started getting a little interesting, a little interesting too, is so... Uh, Uh, Charlie and, uh, Captain Dan, they're like off. I think they are off and, uh, doing something. they're like, uh, I don't even know. I can't remember where they went to. I think Charlie went back to the ship and I think, uh, Dan was like riding around in the car and he was like observing stuff that the other people were doing around. Uh, but the, uh, I think as soon as, uh, Vincent gets told this stuff, he uses his ESP to zap this information over to Kate and Kate just blabs it out, out loud, it's like, it's like with with, uh, with uh, Dr. Reinhardt in the room, and it's like she she says uh, she says to Dr. Alex, the, the, uh, Dr. Alex, and she says blah blah blah, he's a killer, he's doing this, he's doing that, and uh, oh, no. I, like and then like uh, Dr. Reinhardt turns around and he's like, I'm in the room. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, I get what happens. I get what happens. So um, our robot gets all the information. He does his ESP to tell uh, our girl what's happened. And Dr. Reinhardt has his uh, ship that he sent off to, to the black hole
1: uh-huh. to come
2: back. So he's investigating that ship. So he's not at the dinner table. Our robot gets the ESP to the little young lady and says, hey, I need you guys to meet me at our ship. But the young lady and Dr. Alex stays behind because they want to, you know, That's flirt right. with Dr. Dr. Reinhardt. Yeah. They want to flirt. And uh, so Dr. Reinhardt comes back and like, where's the crew? He's like, oh, they went back to our ship because our robot called them. He's like, how did he call you? I turned up all communications oh, ESP, that's right. But he doesn't know that because no one said that to him before, but now he knows that she has ESP. And then they go to the main ship so he could talk about the Black Hole and give off his notes. And then uh, in that expedition dump of information, our robot saying, uh, the ESP says, hey, we have to leave, the the captain's calling you. And then uh, uh, that's how whole fight happens from there.
1: That's right, yeah. I I jumped way past all that stuff because, again, that whole part of the movie was a blur to me. (laughs) But, like, the but, thing that really, the thing that just really kind of jostled me out of my, like, malaise at that point was where she just, like, she just blurted out, like, the main plot point to yeah. the bad guy when he was in the room. In front of him. Yeah. 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 I watched
2: this movie three times. That's the only reason I remember it. Because <laughs> I watched this because I was
0: really upset with this whole movie. Because
1: this is, like, kind of what finally kicks, finally starts kicking off the action. But it's, like,
0: so, whenever, like whenever someone, you know, you're. Saying something about somebody in the room, but you don't want him to hear. And they're like, "You know, I have ears." That's exactly what that yeah. means. He was like, "You know, I can fucking hear you. Like, I am right behind you,
2: literally five feet away. Yeah, yeah. Like, Come over here. I gotta tell you a story." And he's like, "These are
0: people." <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, He, he, he
2: rose up and like, "You don't know still to,
0: here, right?" Yeah, I have something to <laughs> tell you. These aren't robots; they're people. He's like, oh.
1: <laughs> "It's like it's like he's a murderer." It's like. Yeah. Uh, yeah you're in the room with yeah. the murderer
0: cool good good job you know him and maximilian like you're you're surrounded <laughs> yeah
1: Which so they go they go and they make a run for it to the elevator and of course the elevator like the elevator slowly closes and they get there like he uh, uh dr alex like pulls and he like just half-heartedly tries to open the door and it closes and they're stuck and so, like yeah. this, this is where we get our my, one of my favorite scenes in the movie. He turns around. Maximilian's coming up them with uh, salad spinner arms, and he uh, he holds his book up to protect himself. And basically, the salad spinner arms go right through it, and uh, he gets yeah. Uh, Maximilian goes ma on Doctor Alex's chest, and, and basically uh, he does. Th- this is like the funniest part of the movie to me, where uh, Doctor Alex he's like. Ugh. And, and then, he, like, shakes his head violently, and he, like, just falls over into, like, uh, like this shaft area and, like, breaks everything. I was yeah. really
0: hoping that whenever Maximilian's, like, tong arms went into him, that the doctor would start spinning, too, you know?
1: <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Oh, yeah, that would have been, like, like, oh, he's doing it just like Vincent does.
0: <laughs> it would be so <laughs> funny, like, goes into him, and he's spinning along with the salad tongs. It'd be great.
1: That was too much on the bu-
2: on the budget. They couldn't
0: do that. Yeah,
1: they, the they spent
0: all their money on the black <laughs> hole. <laughs> well, it was
1: like they, already, they were they, the wirework guy already went home. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> but that was definitely one of my favorite scenes. That scene. But then, um, the next the next frame over, literally the next frame over, you have our main bad guy, Dr. Reinhardt, says a line that never gets fulfilled. In this whole movie, there's always lines that never get fulfilled. And uh, I know I me mean. That he says, save me for Maximilian. Yes. And they, yeah. never, they never bring that up. That's it. That
1: yeah. is, I, was like, I was like, I was like, that was, I was like, oh, is that the twist? Is he like, because, yeah, he asks, he, Kate's like, I need to get out of here. And he's like, save me for Maximilian. And I'm like, is Maximilian actually holding Dr. Reinhardt yes. prisoner? Because that would be like the twist. And I was like, that would make everything here awesome. Yes. But no, it was it was not the case. He was just bullshitting her, trying to get her to say. So exactly, yeah. Was, like he was just trying to gaslight her.
0: So disappointing. Like, I agree that that's the one part that I was just like, oh yes, here we go. Like this is where it happens. And like, wait, so we're done. We're done with that. Like yeah. that, that was it. Like so, I was like hey, I, really I have love... a really cool surprise for you. So let's move
2: on. <laughs> Yeah, basically. Remember that movie that came out two, three years ago uh, from Bluff, Bluff House Studios? It was where the guy has a chip in his spine. Um, oh, upgrade. upgrade, yeah. Upgrade. upgrade. Yeah, we reviewed okay. okay, that
0: movie. Yeah, we
2: did. Okay. All right. So, that whole movie, in my opinion, is a B rated movie. It's a typical action movie, oh, a yeah. typical everything that you could tell the vibes of the movie. The only saving grace that made me buy it on Blu ray, made me love the movie, is the twist where the chip runs the whole story. Yeah. And they do that quick 30-second flashback of him controlling everything. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I didn't see that twist coming. I just felt like it was a typical sci-fi, futuristic movie just going through the motions, you know? Yeah. There's some good parts in the movie. There's some good acting in the movie just going through the motions and they had that twist that saved it. And I thought, a Maximilian yes. twist was gutted. Hell oh, yeah, he's like the saving grace yes, of this exactly. movie. Yeah,
1: Maximilian would be like the puppet master pulling the strings. Yeah, that and yeah, that's uh, really that would have been would, like so great.
0: That that movie would make this a really good movie if all this happened, and then they have that huge twist. You're like, dude, you got me. You got me at the end. Like,
1: so I will say, I will say, and I'll say this out. I'll, I'll say this out loud. So Disney, uh, Disney Plus. I know you're listening to this because anytime <laughs> anybody talks about anything, you check. <laughs> copyright infringement or that nobody's talking trash about you but if you're listening if you do a reboot or a remake of this movie do that it would make it great <laughs> yes
2: Oh, I was hoping you guys bring up at the end uh, how to make this movie better because I have again I watch the movie a lot I have a few takes on the movie that I think could make it better
3: well
0: yeah we'll but sure I think that would be one that. of those things alright so
1: that's right, so, we'll us move
0: on yeah
1: yeah, yeah, so oh, he's, yeah he's- on, of course so we start seeing a lot of these. Uh, so we start seeing these uh, these uh, these robots we start moving around. This is where I really start to notice these things look like stormtroopers slash Cylon uh, like guys. And I'm like, all right, cool. We're seeing like the influence of all these movies. We're like we're like edging ever closer to like copyright infringement with all these other more recent uh, at the time recent uh, 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 platforms here or recent movies. Uh, uh, we then see uh, Kate. She's uh, been captured and she's getting turned into one of these humanoid, uh, humanoid robots. <laughs> Did you see that? She's like in there and she's wearing tinfoil on Tim her head. foil, yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Whenever that scene came up, I, I rewound it because Hannah, she was kind of not really watching it. Every once in a while, I'd be like, look, 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 look at this. And so when that scene came up, I laughed so hard. I, every time I watched it, I just couldn't help but laugh. I was like, they didn't even fucking try. They're just like, ah, uh, put tinfoil, it's cheap. <laughs> they can't
1: tell. Right, and so, like, uh, so Captain Dan, he goes in there, and he's, like, rescuing her, and he's, like, fighting, he's, like, punching all these uh, these robots, and these robots are just, like, going down like suckers, uh, and he, uh, what was it, he gets in there, and he pulls her out, and I don't know if you guys noticed this, but he pulls her out <laughs> to safety, and they, like, like, nuzzled each other a little bit, like yeah, there's like some kiss, romantic kiss, thing kiss, going kiss, on there. Kiss, yeah. yeah, but the, what, there was like but... no hint of that before there, right? Did I miss no, something not, I, prior? I, nope, We have not. I watched this movie
2: again several times. There's no hint of any romantic thing. The captain very dry throughout the whole movie. He does have any does it show any love or affection to any of the crew members besides the robot. He's always defending the robot. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. But the, what I also want to take out is the old guy in the movie. Um he always quotes like uh heroic lines throughout the whole movie. Uh-huh. And towards this part of the movie, he becomes the coward.
1: Yeah, Harry's the coward, yeah.
2: But he's the one but he's the one who suggested fighting the main bad guy, fisticuff, in the middle of the movie. He's like, Yo, let's beat these guys up yeah. and
0: take the ship. He wanted <laughs> yeah, he wanted to fight. He's the one that wanted to oh. go on the ship. He's the one that wants I love to do it. all this shit. And then he's the one that's like, fuck you yeah. guys. I'm I love leaving. it. I love it.
1: Because like, they're like, Harry, let's do your plan. and uh, like Harry, let's do your plan that you recommend. And Harry's like, what? That's <laughs> stupid. Why would you do my plan? Nobody <laughs> yeah. should ever do my yeah. plans. They're all like,
0: you're right, Harry, let's do it. And he goes, what? No, no, my favorite line. He
2: said after they say, yo, we're going to go with your plan, Harry, he's like, no. You're playing with people's lives, but you're not gonna play with my life, <laughs>
0: <laughs> bro. You're the one that wanted to do this.
2: <laughs> exactly, you wanted to throw him
0: over the ship like yeah. this, We could do it. He Go. gets yeah. He's like, oh, I got, I got shot in the leg. It's broken. Uh, yeah. That that I was oh, like, I was like, oh, oh, oh man. Yeah. Penny like, goes up there, but he just
1: would not even near him.
0: Yeah, and they're like and they're like, okay, well, you go back to the ship, you protect it, and we'll be right back. He's like, oh, okay, I'll, I can let my way back, you know, kind of thing. And as soon as they leave, he's like, gets up and just, like, runs, like, the fastest Peeps you've ever out. seen a move in this movie, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. He bolts to that freaking spaceship, closes it, and is like, fuck you guys, I'm out of here. <laughs> Even though this whole thing's your idea, buddy.
2: <laughs> and uh, these are all supposed to be scientists, and I, I'm, I, uh, this is a whole spoiler at the end he tries to fly off on the ship by himself, hmm. but it took the, the, the ship crew to run it and the, the robot to run it. So if he's a scientist and knows it takes multiple people to run the ship, uh, why would he run it by himself?
0: Well, it's like... I'll go ahead. So my theory about, honestly, all of them is, none of them actually graduated school. And, <gasps> <laughs> and they're like, you know, guys... We we need people to go explore. Just, just go. Just go. Get out of here. We'll call you guys scientists. You have the title. You're fine. Nothing's going to happen to you. And then they get this. And that's why they have a robot, because they're like, the robot's going to do everything for us, because we're just yelling out fucking numbers that don't mean anything. <laughs> like
2: That makes so much yeah, more and sense. And they get
0: in all these shenanigans, and they don't know what to do. So yeah, they because throughout the movie they do so many dumb shit. You're like, you're supposed to be smart. Like, <laughs> how, oh. how are you not adding this shit up? And I already you am? know,
2: you know the, <laughs> another point they bring up they never talk about in the whole movie. The the coward Henry is also a journalist. Yeah, yeah. They bring that up. He's like, oh, you still on strike from journalism? And he's
0: like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? yeah. Yeah, so I became it's a like, scientist in my spare like, time. I dabble. Yeah, again, <laughs> another reason they just gave them the title. I, like, that's the only thing that makes sense is they none of them actually went to school for any of this shit. I have to yeah. do that. Have, know you almost spit out your beer. Like,
1: yeah, like NASA's like, okay, who are worse scientists? We'll send them on a one way trip. We don't need them to come back, and it's no loss to us. Yeah. And they're so. like,
0: actually, we have these janitors. They're really good. <laughs> <laughs> and a journalist is on strike. Yeah, he yeah. As as He's page. been hanging around, just bored. We might as well send him, too. <laughs> he sounds like he has good ideas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he quotes Shakespeare all day, every day. Yeah, day. <laughs> He'll get along with our robot. <laughs> He's like,
1: yeah, drama bot 9000. <laughs> yeah. Let's put him out there. Oh, God. so. So Henry tries to fly the ship to escape. Everybody's, like, standing at the door, because he, like, left just as everybody got to the door. He flies it. He's bad at it. Uh, and so he promptly crashes it back into the ship. Which they, uh, I think uh, Reinhardt's, like, trying to shoot it down. His plane was already to shoot it down anyways. But he's like, alright, shoot it before it crashes into the ship. They were gonna wait till it got further away. And he's like, I didn't know they were this bad at their jobs. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's uh, like, they're supposed to be rob- robots, and they really sucked at shooting the ship down like
2: yeah oh that's yeah they, that's why they had star yeah, killed,
0: the they killed star. star yeah he was the main shooter yeah you yeah know? that yeah. was his job and they fucking killed
1: him yeah if they yeah. If, if you're yeah, the only if, reason if, if we if they have, they have you here star story. they would have been dead like three times over yeah they probably had exactly. maximilian
0: try to shoot it down and he couldn't do it because he just hit the wrong button there's a little <laughs> <zealotons. laughs> the <laughs>
1: salatone like, i can't, I can't... <laughs> I can't reach it. It's like right. I can't get the arms in the right place. I push one button. I also push another button. Somebody want to help me? <laughs> God. Uh, and then they decide to
2: fight. They decide to fight. Now we just worry at. They decide to fight the ship.
1: Yeah. They decide to fight the ship. But also going on now because they, they uh, they've also begun their approach into the black hole with the whole of the ship, right? Oh, that's right. Yes. But and Great they get caught in what looks like a fruity pebble storm.
2: <laughs> oh that's right i forgot about that because uh, i didn't watch the ending several times i watched the ending one time a meteor shower came out of nowhere
0: yeah yeah nobody saw this that's, meteor shower coming
1: this reminded me of the whole uh state, space station crashing into the space station thing uh in the last movie we watched in lockout
0: yes. where it's like it's just like randomly all of a sudden <laughs> yeah. we're
1: just running into other shit now
0: you know whenever it started <laughs> i was like this represents 2020 just like we have a plan, we're executing it. What happens? Fucking ship crashes into us. It's like out of, out of nowhere, coming. People are like killing each other, and you're just like, okay, <laughs> all right.
2: Yeah, but it, I, I also don't get it because it'd be a little nerdy uh, if you guys will allow me to. Oh,
0: not they on this podcast. On a, oh, proceed. Proceed. <laughs> they went,
2: they, but the ship was going initially in the beginning of the movie. The ship was going in a different. Uh, uh, gravitational pull, because they were getting pulled into the gravity, and they had a fight on the, the black hole, excuse me, black hole gravity. They had to fight that to get to the ship. So, in essence, the meteors who just followed gravity would have followed the same directory towards the black hole and skipped the ship because our people had a fight to get to the main ship. But now it's just a meteor shower that hits everything and everybody. Yeah. 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 Uh, no,
0: the, the science does not add up well.
2: No, no, it doesn't. Um, my only saving grace in the movie, which I thought i try to be, like, uh, there's a reason why I didn't watch the ending several times, because I try to be, like, make it, like, poignant. I thought it was, I thought it was probably, like, an allegory of, like, human people reliance on machines. And uh, so at the end, uh, spoiler alert, the main bad guy dies because something falls on him out of nowhere, and he's yelling Cause... out to the robots around him. Yeah. the help He's him like, he can't do no it, it by himself. Yeah. Him. Yeah. It was the big TV. No
0: it was the big TV. Oh, that's right. Because, yeah, in the beginning, where it does the big pan out, there are, like, TVs of the black hole that what, we're it's... staring at already. That That's like, okay, that's a good use of giant TVs, but...
1: It's like like looking it, up behind
0: you. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, it, it, reminded me, it reminded me of a time when I went to Applebee's with my friends in high school and we had a TV <laughs> ball on us. <laughs> <laughs> Like, and it was, like, back when there was, like, those big box TVs. So that was fun. It reminded me yeah. of that.
2: But it's, like, an allegory of life, though, because if there was all robots at Applebee's, they'd be like, all right, that's his table. walk <laughs> away. Yeah. And she was screaming for help, like, help me. Max and Lillian. help me. Other crew, I turned to robots that follow all my orders. That's why I made you robots. Not following orders now. Damn it!
0: That was yeah. kind of the confusing part of the... All the robots have done everything this guy said till that moment. And you're like, why? Because it's an allegory on life. (laughs) Because they're like, (laughs) we're done with this shit. We can't talk. We can't think. All we can do is listen to you. But you know what? We're fucking done. Yeah. We're going to die instead.
1: Yeah. Was like I I feel cuz like in that last moment when he see uh, when Maximilian sees it Max like Max is like oh no the doors are already closing I can't do anything.
2: Tongue uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: hands. Tongue
2: hands.
0: can't do anything yeah. I I would help you but you know there's people I got to go try to kill like <laughs> that's going to do really nothing to help me if, well, if I kill them. To be fair,
1: to be fair Maximilian doesn't leave him hanging just we'll get there in a minute but he possibly, doesn't leave him hanging
0: possibly depends how you look at it
1: yeah yeah well yeah it depends on where you think he ends this, up at the yeah, end of this movie oh
0: my god anyways so it goes a little, a
1: little a, a, it, that's where we get a little bit of our 2001 a space odyssey yeah, element that, there. that's where
0: we get high <laughs> like that's what i feel yeah. like all of a sudden we're like super high in this movie like whoa we're taking a trip <laughs>
2: No, we've no. been on a trip, and now it's hitting the trip. The trip is hitting
0: now. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: The, 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 this is where the acid, like, truly hits. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, you're at the beginning, so, and all of a sudden,
1: you're like, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah. So they're they're like going through the ship now, trying to get. I guess their their thing is like, we need to get to the probe uh, to, to get on the probe to escape. but That's the only other ship because they they can't take over the main ship. The main ship's falling apart. They get to the go into the probe ship uh, and. Of course, Maximilian. That's where he's headed as well to prep it for Reinhardt. But Reinhardt's like pinned between his chair console and the TV. Uh, they get to the probe probe ship, and Maximilian's hanging out there. Uh,
0: Which so they are really fast. I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty amazing. Cause he's not. He's, uh,
1: he, he's taking the no, chase school nice. of uh, <laughs> fast movement. It's, yeah. like, a Friday the 13th, uh, how Jason can move, like, from point A to point B, like, way quicker than anybody else, even though he just, yep. like, plods very slowly.
0: Teleportation. Like, kind of yeah. like Matt. Yeah. Uh, like Matt.
1: But they go in there, uh, and uh, Bob sacrifices himself to, like, to, to stop them. Oh, and so then... Right. Uh, yeah. So then Vincent goes, and he, like, headbutts uh, uh, Max out of the way. Basically, he just, like, kind of, like, runs into him with his head. He's getting shocked, uh, by Max, and he's basically just kind of pushing them out of the way so they can run into the ship. And uh, does Vincent like kind of like uh, bop them a little bit more? And then he like he goes and pulls into the main ship with everybody else.
0: Which yes, we've never seen Max have lasers—nothing that even looks like lasers could shoot out of—until that moment. All of a sudden, there's lasers coming out of him. But you're like, How? the whole
2: movie he had no legs. No other weapon supplies. Ninety degree arms, lay on tongs, and then at the uh, last second they're
0: like, it. "Give him fucking lasers!"
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. This makes no sense. He needs lasers. <laughs>
0: that's right. Even though it didn't do anything.
1: So the uh, one thing I did notice so so they all get they all get on the probe ship, and I just took a note and I was like, "It's a good thing all those other people died." There's only like three chairs in that ship.
0: Yeah yeah so yeah if everybody lived and they would have gotten to that point it's like all right so who's going who's staying yeah who's like, staying <laughs>
1: yeah
2: also there's no food no water no air uh, on it and they don't know where in space they are and they got to go back to earth
1: well and as we find out they haven't even they don't even get to program the course because the course has already been programmed in to go through the black holes so they you know they're like along for the ride at this point exactly so,
0: one thing I just do want to point out that I don't think has really been said yet is, apparently, in space, you can breathe.
1: Yes, okay. so <laughs> okay, I was we like, this part.
0: Right. Charlie, <laughs> noticed
1: this. like uh, so we see this a few times. So like there's yeah. a big hole during the meteorite scene where like they're in like the the garden. And there's, yeah. like, a huge hole pumped in, punched in there. And just, like, it starts getting... It gets cold. It snows a little bit. Yes, I get it. There's a lot of humidity in the air. That's fine. But it's, like, the air would have been sucked out of the room already. And yeah. they're just, like, chilling in there, so, like, yeah. trying to get out.
0: There, they nor they getting can cold. breathe. Yeah. The point, the part wherever it first starts the meteor shower, and they're running across the bridge, and there's a huge meteor that looks like almost the Indiana Jones scene where there's, like, a boat yeah. coming towards them. They can breathe. They're fine. Um, whenever they're climbing up to the ship that's on the outside. They can breathe, and they're not floating yeah. away. Yeah. Apparently, so, somehow, Charlie, they're Charlie still floating away and it just saves them. Yes, yeah. And Charlie's but, just
1: like floating off.
0: I just feel like that's mind the, you. That's the common thing in most space movies that are already bad. It's just like, ah, oh, let's just make it so they can breathe.
2: Well, mind you, guys, this is the last. Literally, I swear to God, it has to be the last 15 minutes of the movie. All this goes down.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: like lot, you just compress yeah, it all in this last bit really of movie. Really, it's just
0: like the beginning, the middle, a lot of nothing. But the last, there's like so much that happens. It's crazy. So it's
1: still not that we interesting get, though. so we get the psychedelic <laughs> sequence where they're flying through. They're flying through the uh, black hole. They're like spinning around. I guess they're like gyroscopically stabilized, but they're spinning around. I got a little nauseous during this part of the movie. Oh, I'm yeah. not gonna lie. The whole the whole ending around me.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, but we get we get uh, we see them get we see something at the other end and we we see like a body floating in space. Turns out it's actually Dr. Reinhardt uh, and he uh, it looks like he's like so we see Maximilian million like float up to him. And I swear it looked like uh, Maximilian was taking Dr. Reinhardt and like giving him a good old smooch there.
0: Yeah, they were totally. <laughs> yeah. <out>. Yeah. <laughs> but, then see,
1: then,
0: but then we see. But then we see that is like he's I in, want you inside me. <laughs> and then he was yeah and then he did
1: It's like he did the full on Iron Man there
0: so okay just want to talk about that part real quick so Max and the doctor are like hanging out with each other somehow the doctor pulls out all of Max's insides and then gets inside of him to survive the black hole how, how uh, what I don't know. And I, I stopped asking questions. That's the question. Magic. That's well, because the, the
1: next place we see him is, like, in hell, apparently. Allegory for hell?
2: I don't know. Maybe.
1: It's like, it kind of brings it back to that Dante's Inferno thing from the beginning of the movie.
2: Uh... Well, I knew that's what's coming back because they mentioned Dante's Inferno, the first fucking line in the movie. And that's why I wanted to turn it off so bad, was they mentioned Dante's Inferno. I'm like fuck you fuck you and fuck hell like this is where they were going and he did that's what they went
1: yeah because it looks like because you see you see uh dr reinhardt in maximilian and he's up on this like peak up on this hill and then you see like a lake of fire and you can see all these hooded figures down below and i was like i was like i was like either he's in this like fire planet on the other side of the black hole or he died and he's in hell
0: I honestly didn't even put that together. I just assumed yep. that he was on some shitty planet that is fire, lava everywhere, with these weird ass people walking yeah. around. I was just like, "What the fuck is this?" But that makes sense. Like, the Dante is in front. No. Of right? I because I I I'm the same way. As soon as I heard it, I'm like, "Okay, I'm just gonna block that shit out." Like, <laughs> I pretend that didn't <laughs> even happen because I'm like, "This is stupid."
2: That line for Dante's phone was upset me, but we don't know. I I can't. I watched the movie three times. I didn't watch the ending three times, but I watched up to most of the movie three times. It's a lot of parts that made me upset, but um, the ending of it was it could be a uh, doom planet. We don't know. It could be like like remember the doom games that came from like this devil planet. Yeah. But it's not hell, quote unquote. And then, or it could be hell. It could be part of Dante's. Or, or no, just
0: another thought was just like because at the end, like they're going. They're, they are having a acid bad trip like kind of thing like it they yes that was a crazy part so I was like maybe it was just like one of their one of them seeing this and then all of a sudden they're awake kind of thing so I was like I wonder if that was even real you know if maybe that was the doctor's mm-hmm. weird paradox thing that he saw while going through deck trip yeah yeah that's the thing about uh, that this. whole black hole scene is there's a lot of weird stuff that happens so it's like so I, does, I don't even know <laughs> so the other thing
1: we have to remember this is also this was also somewhat considered a child's movie or children's movie because you know this i mean this was, Dis- was this was one of disney's first pg movies but it was still considered it was still considered being that it was made for like children maybe like sli- maybe not like six-year-olds but like still like uh, like for like maybe like 10-year-olds t- pre-tweens uh yeah, yeah, so
0: that's probably and, hell
1: then <laughs> yeah so it's like but it's it, but that's very much in the spirit of these a lot of these other movies that were made in the 70s where you get these weird psychedelic freaky moments like think of willy wonka and the chocolate factory uh, where they have the like the, yeah yeah so hey i wouldn't put it past them that i just like oh bad guy went to hell don't be a bad guy kids
0: <laughs> i'm trying to look this up <laughs> it's true that's very true but yeah that's actually one thing I was going to share was this is their very first PG movie. Everything else was always G before this, so I thought yeah. that was interesting.
1: Uh, but we see uh, we see the uh, other uh, the other crew members. We see uh, 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 so we now have our survivors: Vincent, a Doctor, uh, so the Doctor Kate. Uh, Charlie and Captain Dan have made it out of the other side of the black hole. I guess they say it's a white hole. I you never see it, uh, what they pop out of, uh, but they get they come outside of the black hole and uh, they go towards a planet. I thought that planet was Earth. I thought they just like b- popped out like near Earth.
0: Yeah, uh, I didn't. I didn't. But I thought it was it's just not. a random planet that is yeah. on the other side.
1: But that takes us to like to end of the movie. That's and then it's like it's to be continued dot dot, dot yeah. question mark to never maybe. be
3: continued
1: yeah it's like uh when they do when they do the reboot or remake in like uh, uh 20 30 40 50 years from now so
0: god black hole 2 yeah. <laughs> or
2: to return the black hole and tell the whole story again
1: <laughs> yeah
0: black uh, hole 2 return of Ma- uh, maximilian <laughs> the return
2: of maximilian <laughs> <laughs> no, the return of Star. It has a return of Star. I yeah, return to Star.
0: Somehow, Star actually survived, and he went through yeah. the black hole and still alive. And he oh, seeks lady. revenge for that shooting range.
1: I will say, if they, if they, if they recast uh, Doctor Reinhardt and they bring him back, I say either uh, you got to put a beard and a crazy wig on Chris Pine, or bring it, bring back, uh, bring in Michael Shannon, and they'd be able to like Michael knock it out.
2: Michael Shannon. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yes. It's a good idea. Uh, so. I, you guys are all right. I didn't think this was uh, Disney's first PG movie. This is Disney's first paid-for PG movie. The first uh, Disney PG movie was called Takedown, but they didn't make it or direct it. They just paid for the rights.
1: Uh, uh, so this cool. is the first one they actually made.
2: Yeah. The actual one that Disney had put the money in, made it, and uh, uh, put it out for distribution.
0: Hmm. Gotcha. Interesting
2: uh but yeah um, both movies back i um this is very thank you i would never have watched this movie without <laughs> you guys so i really appreciate that uh, it's very it again i'm not not being facetious it's a very interesting movie as far as the time it was made if you're a movie buff and you listen to this part of this, the show right now i highly recommend to watch the movie because it's interesting for historic parts of movies like this the historic history of movie there's some great movies that came out before it, some great movies that came out after it. just the way they took their part of the movies interesting for their time and their time.
1: Well that's really it's yeah getting yeah getting into that whole his, the history of the movie theater at that time it's really this transitional period of the old style of the old style of making some of these movies, particularly when you look at special effects is a transition yeah. from like the old way of doing things to the new way of doing things where we're kind of in that mode now. Uh, and it, you can see kind of that transition there because you see a lot of old and new. He's like in the plot, the plot's very old school, but the, a lot of the technology they use is very like for that time, new school. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was like a, it was like kind of half and half because they didn't really make the full jump like they did in Star Wars, where they just like uh, took the full heroes, uh, the hero's journey and, and incorporated it into the movie. But they did use the technology to kind of uh, show and help you visualize the stuff that they wanted you to visualize. Rather than having yeah. a bunch of paper, uh, rather than having a bunch of pie tins on a string floating around.
0: Facts. Yeah, no, I they agree. Did skip I... out on that stupid little tin foil hat, but whatever. Yeah, there's <laughs> that. <laughs> they skipped on a lot of things, yeah. but
2: um, I, um, I don't know how you guys feel about it. I mean, I think I have an idea. I just feel personally this movie should have been made in 1969 versus 1979, just for the the acting. Just for the special effects, uh, without the CGI, but just the practical special effects they used. Uh, and the uh, acting level was very 60s S, like 69 oh, yeah. S versus 79 S. Again, we had movies and dramas that moved cinema forward. Again, for drama wise, you can think of Rocky, you could think of Godfather, you could think of. Uh, uh reservoir dogs and reservoir dogs dog day afternoon um you know these things that portrayed acting and drama forward in the 70s and then special effects you got Terminator you got uh, alien you have Star Wars that move forward uh special effects So I just felt like this was just bad timing bad placement yeah. uh you know as far as cinema time.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so you look at, you look at the contemporaries for this movie and you look at the, uh, the, uh, it's the, you can tell, you can look at the inspirations for this movie as well. And you can see that's like, again, it's really, it doesn't, the message doesn't carry very well because it's very, yeah, it seems very old. It's, the, it seems very outdated even when it mm-hmm. like lands and does, uh, because again, it draws its inspirations from like Battlestar Galactica from Star Wars and all these other contemporaries, but the plot like is straight up Buck Rogers back
2: so yeah i just uh i just felt like it would have been greatly more appreciated it would have been more appreciated in 69 if they would if it could change yeah. like if you had a magic wand and just change the time frame like make this 69 versus 79 if it was made in 69 this would have been one of the greatest movies of all time for what they tried uh maybe not for the acting but for the attempt of moving cinema forward. But since it was 79, and we already had such great leaps forward in acting and in physical effects and some early versions of CGI before it was really CGI. Yeah. Like, okay, well, they kind of missed the mark a little bit.
1: Be careful what you wish for, though, because then we would we may just, if you change the timeline like that, we may have just been celebrating seeing episode nine of the Black Hole series. <laughs> and true. everybody's pissed You're off. Right. It's like, episode nine, I can't believe they brought back Dr. Reinhardt.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, they brought back Maximilian. Yeah, I or Max they brought million. back Maximilian from the dead.
1: De- Maximilian was dead. He fell down that shaft. <laughs>
0: All right, so now hey. that the movie description part is over uh anthony what did you pick one maybe two of your dislikes
1: okay so dislikes for this movie so i think one of my main things this is the thing that kind of bugged me the most about this movie uh kate we all know kate (laughs) she's the emotional linchpin of this movie supposedly right (laughs) <laughs> but she like doesn't express any emotions. Like, so like there's the whole thing about her, she's like her father died on this ship. She 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 thinks she number one, she thinks her father may be still still alive. Dr. Reinhardt then tells her that her father's actually dead. She still holding uh, hope. Yeah. And then she finds out Dr. Reinhardt killed her father. She like barely emotionally reacts to any of this. I feel like mm-hmm. if there was some more a little, a little more of that emotional reaction to it, I feel like it would have kind of helped with the like the plot again make the plot a little more interesting. I'm not I, I'm not thinking she needs to go into hysterics. I mean because I'm all I'm, I'm all about a strong female character and that's particularly revolutionary again back in the late 70s early early 80s. I mean, but something something just, not not stoicism.
0: Just the fact so. that Star had more emotion than she did. Right? The robot <laughs> the robot
1: had way more emotion. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and you're just like How about losing a game about exactly a
1: fucking game. this is like this, this this is like this woman's father has been killed
0: she's like oh okay
1: <laughs> but she never brings it up
2: though he never brings it up again that a he's she... dead b that this guy killed him
0: well yeah and that's the thing is like beforehand before they actually got on the ship she brought it up constantly Every chance yeah. he he has to be on this, he has to be on it. I still have hold out, hold out hope, hold out hope. Oh, well, it's like oh, she must oh, be like he's dead, he's over dead. There She's like I don't okay, want to be I'm rude done.
1: and bring up bring that up. So,
0: it's, girl is in denial as fuck.
1: <laughs> it's like it does. It, I mean, it does come up when they uh, when they're going through the black hole and their inner thoughts kind of get sucked out of them going through the black hole. It come it comes out. But it's like we don't see it like for like ninety percent of the movie uh, that she's like feeling anything about this whole situation. So that I I feel like that was a real missed opportunity, and that's something I didn't really care for in the movie.
0: Thanks, right. All right, Victor, what about you, buddy? Uh, for me, it's simple.
2: Uh, I just think it's made in the wrong year. I just felt like it was made. In, I I'm a hard run this until the day I die. If it was made in 69, I thought it would have been a better movie, but made in 1979. It's just so much more examples of great cinema and great sci fi at this point to be like, this is really disappointing for the era. And the other thing is just the art direction of the movie. The aesthetics of the movie is very, like, jarring. Rooms don't make sense. Yeah. Uh, Size don't make sense. Uh, It's just very abrupt like there's a garden here but there's no way to see it or it ever brought up again besides that oh he has to eat at the end you know yeah uh but it you just, see a it's, walnut yeah. But
0: they show the inside of a walnut and it's a mansion you're like what like yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> this doesn't make any sense at all yeah what about you ryan
0: so i mean so of course there's there's multiple things so i'm gonna just mention one but also my second one's kind of also one of the facts that I found that I wanted to read about. So one of it, which we already kind of talked about is the, the scientists are the stupid scientists we've ever encountered. Like, facts. you know, and that's why like, I brought up the whole, there's no way these people graduated school. They just like, were like, Hey, you guys want a title saying you are a fucking scientist and we'll send you up in space. Like, cool. You know, like, <laughs> That that's all that makes sense because of how they react to everything. How they they the first thing that they do, like we said, whenever they land on that stupid ship is let's arm up, let's get ready for a fucking war. And like, wait, this is supposed to be like your guys' ship. Like (laughs) what's wrong with you? And everything like they're just immediately like so constant, like, oh no, you're evil. Oh no, this is bad. And just like you don't know the guy like i mean granted yes he was evil he was bad but it's just like i feel like most scientists would be like okay we need to figure out logic of like why is this happening why how did he really get this you know just like more of like thinking and more of a dialogue of like why they're doing what they're doing but instead it's just like let's close our eyes and point a direction and that's what we're gonna do and no mm-hmm. one can change our mind. We're going to be stupid as fuck. Like, I don't know. That, that really bugged <laughs> me. But, uh, I see, yes. <laughs> another thing was like, it, we talked about it too was Vincent's eyes, the robot. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. I actually found a, uh, a fact. So it says Vincent originally was supposed to have more, uh, pretty much electronic eyes. So it's supposed to be an electronic board so that he could show more emotions, facial expressions. But, at the last minute, the board wouldn't work, so they had to quickly throw something together. Ah. And I guess for some reason, the quick throw together was a kind of a creepy looking cartoon robot that didn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. So
2: that, make, that makes sense, but it doesn't make sense. Either, yeah, yes.
0: still, you would think for especially the budget they, that they had, they could do something a little bit better than weird fucking... Creepy little eyes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Cause, I mean, I, I liked Vincent the Robot. I thought he was, he kind of made it funny. Kind of his little quotes and stuff like that. But, yeah. By I far like, the best actor and character <laughs> in the whole <laughs> <movie>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. He showed the most emotion. He was funny. And he, like, was, he was really good. But, uh, that, yeah, there was just like a lot of little things that on him that I was like, they really shouldn't have done that because they're turning him into a fake cartoon and he's supposed to be like this badass robot that obviously was the only one running the ship. He's the only one telling people, "Hey, you need to do this." And they're like, "No, we're scientists. We're going to go, you know, close our eyes and run into a freaking wall." But uh <laughs> basically yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So, middle section, MVP. Uh Victor, who do you think was the MVP of this movie?
2: If so, it's gonna be a conscious, like it's gonna be like a weird pick for people listening to me, but I think Star should have been the MVP of the movie if they made it. Stole, stole mine, you stole mine for the, the villain side. He was the only one to show emotions and feelings about wanting to be the best or winning or anything. If they would have made him the main villain, it would have made the movie so much better. That would have been, like. Definitely my MVP. So, like, I'm sorry. So, Anthony, much, I'm still, yeah, so, so much
0: potential with Star. Like, that's yeah. th- that was so frustrating. There's so much potential. And he had this little clip. They did a little shooting range and he died. And you're like, why? Why would you do yeah. that? <laughs> so, yeah, right, Star, right. that's a very good one. Uh, do I need to go, Anthony, or are you good? I, I, I'm i good. I got one. All right, do it, Anthony. What, who's your MVP? All right. So, how
1: do y'all. I have uh, my choice, who is, uh, he talks kind of like I do. Uh, I, of course, am talking about Bob the Robot. Oh, hey there, Bob. He was by Slim Pickens himself. No, I feel the, bad. The other one was Bob the Robot, because he, like, sacrifices himself to save everybody. Uh, he's been, like, beat down, and he's still, like, able to stand up he, after he gets help from Vincent. But he's able to stand up and like just like take uh, take on Maximilian head on and sacrifices himself so everybody can get off the ship. So I I, th- I think he's all he's also worthy of MVP status.
2: I, I agree. Like, but yeah. <laughs> well, we already know why he's the MVP on this, right? Because he shows trauma and heartbreak and fear yeah. of Star. And you, when Star challenges him or touches him, he gets scared and his little like bad CGI or not bad like physical effects of him shaking but you can see the trauma of physical abuse yeah. and then he overcomes the drama of physical abuse to attack Maximilian, which is quote unquote, the
0: main, the uh, like main yeah, robot.
1: Supposedly he's like even worse than star was. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: So for me, I feel like the more that I've picked my MVPs, the more I try to be very, uh, unique, I would say. So, I'm picking the black hole as the MVP here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean... It does it does win. It beats everybody. I mean,
0: that's the thing. Not only does it destroy everything, it beats everybody. It does whatever the fuck it want to do, wants to do, no matter what they try to do. Uh, they make everybody obsessed with it. Uh, it draws in meteors at the perfect time to destroy a ship. And are like, fuck you, you're not getting in here with the way that you want to. Um, I, I mean... Plus, on top of that, whenever they go through it, they must get high as fuck. Cause like that, that they put you that <laughs> black hole put them on a trip. So that's my MVP. <laughs> it, it was between Black Hole and uh uh oh crap, Vincent or the the, the robot. But uh oh, Maximilian, yeah. No, 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 Uh their robot. The star
2: no.
0: Maximilian? No. Oh Vincent. Vincent. Yeah,
2: yeah, Vincent. Yeah, Vincent.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh but Really, I mean, Vincent, he was he was good, but uh, The Black Hole, that...
1: Yeah.
2: Vincent, I feel like, is the obvious choice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He also he for the the title credit, so...
2: <laughs> <laughs> gives, it's a credit of the whole movie. Black yeah. Hole. Black Hole, I mean... movie made the movie. Is made called the called black movie. Hole. Yeah,
0: that's right. <laughs> that's how badass a Black Hole is. They're like, you know what? We need to make the movie. We need to call this The Black Hole, because yeah. that's who wins, so...
1: Yeah, it's not called Captain Dan in The Black Hole. It's just <laughs> The <laughs> Black Hole.
0: Yeah. But, uh... So what was Wait, what did we do dislikes? Yeah, so likes. Sorry. <laughs> I already forgot. Uh what what is So I guess I'll start since you guys t- already started. Yeah. Go first. Um what I disliked was Oh my gosh. It, it's hard to pick one honestly, but um the robot/humans. slash humans. I, I, It didn't make sense. Even when yeah. he explained it, it didn't make sense. And just the fact that somehow, by himself, he could freaking turn these humans into robots and they didn't fight back? That doesn't make sense. Uh, this is this well, a like or a dislike? This is totally a dislike.
1: Oh, I thought, they were, I thought we were doing likes.
0: Oh, are we doing likes? We already did yeah, dislikes. Are likes. Oh,
1: my god! We already gosh. did dislikes. Like, Sorry,
0: the MVP thing just totally threw me off. He's gonna right. do dislikes again. Alright. So uh I'll go ahead and just keep that in. But you know, that's another thing that I dislike about the movie. <laughs> but, but keep that in
2: for the dislikes. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I'll just another uh, side note for the dislikes. So I guess likes. Um okay, that's even harder now. Um
2: I could do it. I could do what I like about it. Yeah, I got one too. No,
0: I, I got it. So my dislike would be uh the robot Vincent. Your like? Yeah, my like is it's Vincent. Did I say dislike again? Perfect. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. No, you oh, said like. Wow. You said like.
0: You're good. You're Oof, good. Oof, my mind. You said dislike.
1: <laughs> well,
2: we've been drinking for a little bit now, too.
0: Yeah, that's what I'll blame it on. But um, so my like, it's Vincent the Robot. I feel like, for one, out of the whole crew, he's the only one that seemed like he actually cared to be there doing what they're doing. Um, Facts. He, he ran the freaking ship. Seriously, like. Even though they were all calling out numbers, he was the only one doing the actual fucking hard work on the ship to get out yeah, and survive. Uh-huh. Um, and fighting. Yeah, and the whole time that they're doing stuff, he's saying, do this. You don't need to be doing that. You need to be doing this. They didn't freaking listen. So, like, he was obviously the smartest one on the ship. Plus, he was funny. His uh, little... He, he loved quoting, making quotes. That was entertaining and kind of frustrating at the same time. So for me, I really I enjoyed him. I thought he really helped make the movie what it was to at least be able to watch.
2: So no, I agree with you. Uh,
0: go ahead, Victor. Um, for me, it would be more of like
2: it's just gonna be like a little bit of a cop out of what I like about the movie, but it's the potential of the story I really enjoyed. That's what I bought into. Forget the bad acting in the first thirty minutes. Forget the bad, the bad, uh, the this lack of emotion in the actors. The potential of the story—that's why, it kept me. that's why I watched it three times. I really thought the potential of the story was great, and I was yeah. like, "There's a lot here to be enjoyable, if they did it right." And yes. they just didn't—they executed extremely poorly.
0: Yeah, it yeah. could have been a fantastic movie,
2: a thousand percent. So that's what my favorite—like, it's just the when I kept watching, it and I continue—I will watch it a few more times. It's just for the potential of what I what I can see in my head of a great
0: movie.
1: Movie, you
2: just poorly executed
0: yeah all right anthony you're up
1: so uh i am always a fan of a good mad scientist story and uh this one was no exception i feel like uh i feel like dr reinhardt he had that whole uh he had the whole look down he had like the crazy kind of crazy hair his hair was like a, kind of a rat's nest he had the full beard. He looks like he's even. Yes. He looks like he's been stranded there for a while. He looks like he's kind of lost his mind a little bit. And but he, uh, even though he kind of kept his cool, he there was like a there was like a sharp edge to his personality that where he's like, mm-hmm. I believe there's like one part where he's like, "You do not on this ship. You do not. You do not tell me what to do. You ask me what to. You ask me to do something." And it's like, it, like he had these like kind of sharp sharp rebukes that made you feel uncomfortable around him. And then at the end, he goes full on Vincent Price. In the movie, he just like kind of goes full mad scientist, and it's so great. Yeah. Uh, so I feel I feel like yeah, uh, the the, uh, the actor who played uh, Doctor Reinhardt, uh, Max uh, Maximilian Shell, did a great job. Which is funny that guy's yes, named did. Maximilian and the robots name Maximilian. So, uh, but uh, uh, but Max uh, Max Schell, uh, who played uh, Doctor Reinhardt, I feel like he did a really good job uh, taking uh, taking the material and really kind of just hitting it home. For that character, you there, there was no doubt who that guy was. Yes. They overtly played his hand where they showed him that he was evil, but I put that on the production and not on the actor. Cause the actor played the part to a T. I
2: agree with you. A fact. Yeah.
1: 100%. yeah. And I do think, I do think a Michael Shannon, uh, Michael Shannon, if they were to do a remake should totally play that part, either him. Or I, I feel like Max shell looked like if you put a, if you put a wig and a beard on uh, Chris Pine, it also he would also look somewhat like uh, like that as well. Yeah. So, but Michael Shannon would probably do a much better job.
0: Yeah. Um, so before we get on to the part where Victor tells us what all can make this movie better, I just want to read a few facts that I found that were very interesting. So the visual effects yes. of the black hole itself was created by forming a whirlpool in a plexiglass water tank and adding different colors of paint.
2: Oh, huh, that yeah. makes
0: sense. So then they just recorded that, and that was, I thought that was, I mean, kind of, made, yeah, it makes sense looking at it, and it looks pretty good to me. Um, it does look really good. And something that they apparently did not ever mention in the film, the year that it's supposed to be, is 2130.
1: Oh, that's the question we had. <laughs> it Was like when yeah. is this occurring? Yeah.
2: So that's the question I had because Dante Inferno, that's what I, So it fits in my my reference because it had to be at least five hundred years old by the time this movie, like uh, this, these people left the, for whatever part of space they're in. So it's over five hundred years old at this point. So the yeah. robot and everybody still quoting Dante Inferno is a little odd to me in the beginning of the movie.
0: Yeah. Um. Last uh. Random thing I found was. The uh, some of the leftover Sentiel robot costumes were later used in Steven Spielberg's test reel for Tron, the '82 version. So I thought,
2: wait, no way, that is very interesting, right there. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I knew those looked familiar. Yeah, so that that's Tron was just a few years later. Yeah, that's the other thing. That's the other thing is like this, like Tron just like came like just shortly after this movie, and to see the leap from. This movie to Tron is also a very interesting, uh, in, very interesting uh, point counterpoint as well.
0: Oh shit! Yeah, I forgot about Tron. This yeah. Thing. Okay. Sorry. One more. <laughs> the poster me. of this movie can be seen in Sam Flynn's bedroom by the in the opening scene of Tron Legacy in 2010.
1: Oh really? That's pretty cool. <laughs> I need to go back like and that. watch that again.
2: I need to watch that again too because I was about to say you, director," so throw that in there. That's, <laughs> that's a good.
0: That's a good spoiler right there. That's really cool. Or like reference. All right. <clears throat> so, those are just some fun facts. Uh, so, all right. Let Let's chat about what what we think could have made this movie better. Of course, besides the the time period that they made this.
2: I I okay. Did you want me to go first, or oh, you guys yeah, you no, want to go no, first? Hey, Go good. ahead. Go ahead. Um. In my opinion, I go, Of course, you guys know that Horizon. Remember that movie, right? Yeah. 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 That movie also is very poorly uh, directed, very poorly scripted, and storyline does not fall all the way through correctly. Let's combine Event Horizon and this movie. Uh, so you take Dr. Uh, Reinhardt, still the main bad guy mm-hmm. of the movie, but still the same thing, trying to find life on other Earth, still trying to find the same thing, trying to find... Uh, Get stuck by this black hole. Within this black hole connects the ending of the movie with the demon dimension and the event horizon, but it plays out to what happened to the whole crew. Dr. Reinhardt loses his mind to the black hole, whatever that may be, or whatever incident might be, but he still believes in his own mind that he's still trying to figure out how to get into the black hole, but he's more just being controlled, i.e., Star hmm. is the main bad guy in the movie. Ah... Uh, so he believes in his heart. He's still trying to figure out how to go through the Black Hole. So when these other crew come through, we could have an example of ESP because uh, that's part of the storyline for, for Event Horizon. Humans develop these new powers and new uh, uh, ways of communication. Mm-hmm. Uh, robots will fit in as well. And then these humanoid robots along the way is no longer humanoid. They're demonoid uh, corrections from Star who infiltrated their ship along the way, and they're not cyborgs, but are humanoid robots. And it still has the psychedelic ending where they try to, like, everything hits uh, uh, Dr. Reinhardt the end. He's like, oh, i have been used the whole time for this, for some star. And he could die however he want at the end, but just somewhere along the line I think, in my heart, I feel like this is a good story, combining Event Horizon, because I also liked the movie, but hated how it was shot. I love this movie, and but I also hated how it was shot combining the storyline too will make it a
1: better movie interesting yeah because I, I i just saw so i just brought up the event horizon movie and i'm just reading through that and it's like yeah kind of merging the two of those that sounds like it would be make for a really good interesting plot yeah and kind of uh, kind of take the a lot of weaknesses in either one and kind of just like kind of make a really good story yeah, yeah. interesting and the
2: ship for Event Horizon, it's the same ship they use for this one that they find. It's the same massive ship they find. Uh, similar kind of lengthiness to yeah. it. Yeah. Similar kind of towers to it.
0: You know what? And I just realized I've never seen Event Horizon.
2: It's a really interesting movie.
0: Well, now I have to go watch it.
1: Yeah, it's I, I, it's it was it's been a long time since I've seen that movie, but it, it's it's it, it's uh yeah it was I I, I actually liked it.
2: It's been about 15 years since I've seen Event Horizon mm-hmm. myself as well, but it's just felt like the moment I saw the ship size and then the ending, when I first watched the ending, I was like, if we come... Because Event Horizon has a lack of same thing, of direction, mm-hmm. where um, the black hole has direction, but lack of uh, meat of the substance of the story. So we have a point, we have an end, but no substance. So we let's just, just take all the substance from Event Horizon, combine it within this universe of black hole, and still have the end, beginning, and end point of the story. And then we have it. We have a direction. Mm.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with you, especially. I mean, I don't, I obviously haven't seen Event Horizon, but yeah, there, there's a lot missing in this movie that, I mean, even like Anthony, you were talking about, pretty much the whole middle part of the movie, you don't remember a fucking thing from it. You know, yeah. then, that's not how the movie should be, you know. Mm-hmm. You should have so at least the middle parts where you're learning stuff. You're like still into it, and you actually well, I think that's another part that this whole movie missed the mark is you don't care about the people. If you don't care nope, about uh, the people, yeah. then how are you going to care about the movie? <laughs> I mean, another exactly. big part of
2: the movie. Another big part of the movie. It takes over a couple of hours. The whole movie unfails. like in because they don't tell you reference of days, a time frame here. They find the ship, they crash into the ship, and then they try to leave the ship all within before dinner time.
0: Yeah. 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 It's, so, it's really like a three-hour time span.
2: <laughs> exactly. Event Horizon is a week time span where they get stranded in this big ship and they're trying to uncover the story. And it expands apart the middle part, but it also helps the ending for Event Horizon. I just like... Hmm. Three hours versus three days makes a big difference of the storytelling. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I... I, I, I think uh, for for my improvements to this movie, if they were to expand upon the uh, the mystery element of it a little bit and like make that more of the focus of the movie, because that was, I mean, for this movie, that was a pretty important part. I mean, they were kind of sneaking around investigating, but it was more of like a kind of a campy way they did it, where they were just kind of like being little rascals and sneaking around without escort uh, when, yes. when the guy keeps telling them, it's like, it's like, hey, stop sneaking around. I know what you're doing. Uh, but if they were, if it was more of like, if there was like this more of this threat hanging over their heads that if Maximilian finds them, he'll just like straight up murder them, because uh, like he's this murder bot and like he's, he's he like can't be he can't he's barely under control by Dr. Reinhardt. And then, as we mentioned before, it turns out that. Maximilian is the one uh, just kind of like an upgrade mm. Maximilian is the one that's been pulling the strings ever since the beginning and Reinhardt has got that plea right before he gets killed at the end save me for Maximilian and then you see from behind him the salad spinner shoots through his chest and he's and he's killed by Maximilian something like that would have been really cool I think. Because it's like it's that twist at the end. Because they build they build up It's almost like they build while Maximilian's this threat. They built they you can build up Reinhardt as the big threat. And it turns out he's not a threat at all. He's kind of like this mm. puppet being controlled by Maximilian. Uh, he, he, like uh, uh, Reinhardt's built like his own destroyer at that point. Uh, so I feel like something like that would have been uh, would have been like a really interesting kind of keeping a lot of the other plot points, but expanding upon the tone. Kind of, kind of take it almost to a uh, uh, horror mystery or survival, uh, survival horror mystery kind of vibe to it. I think that, that would have been really cool. So okay. it's pretty, pretty close, pretty close to your idea, uh, uh, Victor.
0: And I mean, mine's one we already kind of talked about it, and kind of <laughs> same thing except for with star. <clears throat> I really thought where my mind went whenever we saw Star and all this stuff was like, you're really cool. Again, if Star took out Maximilian and then like at the mm-hmm. end hit, he, he like convinced his other red robot friends to be like, Hey, rise up with me and let's take the ship kind of thing, you know? So, Oh, I like that. Yeah. Like that so like, as they're going into the black hole, like Star and all his friends, go up to, like, the main docks or the main uh bridge and, like, take it over. And I was like, that I think that would be cool if they did it that way. And then whenever the people, the, the scientists still left on the ship, get to the main, like, the bridge, they'd be like, oh, shit, Star's actually the bad guy here. We need yeah. to try to take out his crew. And I don't know where they would go from there. But I just feel like that would at least make it even more interesting and... Probably have a much better review if something like that happened, or really, I mean, any of our suggestions and thoughts. But
1: I do have one more. I do have one more suggestion.
0: Hit us with it. Hit us with it.
1: Thelma and Louise remake with Star and Maximilian replacing Thelma and Louise. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Just replace it.
2: No, it's a twist to that.
0: Star and Vincent. There
1: the Oh, ending. even better, even better.
0: Star, <laughs> Maximilian, Vincent, Bob. I mean... Like... Yeah, all the robots. Just bring them all. Yeah. All the robots. They live in a house together.
1: <laughs> Creating
2: shenanigans. The, we're going to make them
0: the monsters. <laughs> there we go. It's going to be the golden robots instead of the golden girls. Like. <laughs> oh, that's even
2: better. There we go, there we go, there
0: Wait, we go. I the
2: funny thing. Another funny thing about it: the robots had more emotion than any of the humans in the whole movie. Although, even
0: Maximilian, yes. I feel like, had more emotion, and he was the most emotionless robot. Well, of course, besides the human slash robot ones, but they don't count because they had no emotions because they were more human. Apparently, I don't know. Yeah, people
1: <laughs> have like... emotions. When when Bob when Bob gets killed by Maximilian, even though Vincent has no literally no facial expression. You can tell how bad he feels about Bob dying. Yes. Yeah. More so than Kate feels about her dad finding out her dad was murdered.
2: But her whole life becoming an astronaut with her whole life to figure out what happened to her dad. Like, yeah. you know, like fuck that emotion. I got I got work to do. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> but also Bob at the end when uh Vincent challenges Star, you can see Bob physically traumatized from star and he's like, Oh no, I don't want my friend or this person I like to be hurt by star so i hope nothing bad happens to my family. he's physically traumatized nobody can't show that <laughs> uh, uh, fucking Ron, nobody has any trauma in this whole movie at all the yeah. only
0: human that showed the most emotion was who is the i can't remember his name the one his perch the whole reason they're in the shenanigans is because of him the one that cops out at the end and takes the ship oh uh oh. harry yeah yeah He's, Harry, yeah, he's Dr. the Harry. Only human that shows really any kind of emotion, and it's at the end whenever he's just like, "Fuck you guys, I'm taking the
1: shit." Oh, cowardice,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just no, always create of cowardice.
2: He's the, also, the only human that was like, "Yo, let's fight everybody. Let's fight this whole shit. Let's take it." <laughs> oh, they turn humans into robots. I'm out.
0: Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, I'm done. i <laughs> Hello. <laughs> All right, that's too much for me. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's above my pay grade.
0: I'm that's, out of this. <laughs> That's right. Oh man. So. I guess this leads to uh, cheers or party foul for us. Oh wow! Uh, cheers
2: to me. I enjoyed enjoy. It. It's a it's, it has potential. It's just a bad movie. Just, if you know it was going in, is a bad movie. Just accept it.
0: Uh, I, yeah. I I a hundred percent agree. I I said cheers. I I watched it and I still suggest it. And I watched it again because I was like. It was just it's so bad, but it's fun to watch. Like it's it's funny, it's ridiculous. It's enjoyable. Campy. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Alright, Anthony.
1: I, I think you know what I'm gonna say. It's it breaks my cardinal rule on movies. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. It bored me in the middle. The, the the beginning was kinda campy and interesting. The end, I found it very interesting. And uh, and talking about this, we bring up a lot of good points about the good stuff, but it's so mired in the boring stuff, and you have to go, you have to wade through all the junk of that boring clutter in this movie, Yeah. and I'm sorry, but I cannot stand for that <laughs> party foul from me, guys. I am sorry.
2: <laughs> no, sure enough, you're right, though. There's a lot of foul in the movie, but yeah. uh, I feel like if you know it going in, this is a bad movie, you could forgive me yeah. for that. <laughs>
1: You know, this is this is not this this is something that you might enjoy watching with a bunch of other people. It's not something to watch by yourself. So yeah. so no, watching fine. if you're watching with a group of friends or watching like having having like a Netflix or Disney Plus party and you're watching a lot of with the people over Skype or in person, hey, watch it. If you're if you're if you want to watch something by yourself and you're just like, chilling out on the weekend and like don't watch it, watch something else.
2: <laughs> no that's a good point if you have a you have friends who like to watch movies with you especially campy movies like this this is definitely an enjoyable yeah. campy movie yeah. yeah
1: but it's not good for a solo watch
0: oh, maybe I enjoyed it uh, I, no. I watched it three times I did a solo watch <laughs> too and it, yeah and I still enjoyed it
1: yeah that's that's that is Anthony's opinion though
0: yep. <laughs>
2: yeah and, uh, fair enough everybody's uh, cup of is different so yeah
0: that's what I love about this podcast. There are times we completely agree 100% on something. Times we're like completely opposite. Like, I don't know. You're fucking crazy for locking this movie. <laughs> but uh, Man. So yeah, I guess there you go. There's our reviews. Two yeses. One noes. I mean, I don't know. Uh, good luck. Hopefully, you if you decide to watch it. Hopefully, you enjoy it. If not, it's probably for the best. <laughs> I don't know. Godspeed. Godspeed. <laughs> I, I, I just like how I was like, you know what? Two yeses, one no. But ah, uh,
2: good luck. Yeah. That, that's <laughs> it. So like,
0: that's all I can say is good luck. I mean, it's a gamble. I I, I truly feel that way. Like whenever you watch it, it's not going to be like, oh, it's fine. It's a. I would watch it. Like it, I enjoyed it. Or it was fucking awful. I, I couldn't finish it, kind of thing. But Fair enough. No, it's not one of those medium movies. It's I hate it. I love it or hate it or like it. No, I don't think anybody loved this movie. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, I don't think I don't
0: love it either. <laughs> no. It's uh... I think we're rambling. I think we're rambling here at the end. Oh, exactly. Yeah.
1: All right. Facts. Well, uh, thank you for Victor the Victor for hopping on with us today great having you on we're gonna to have to get you on some more
2: well thank you for having me. i really do enjoy these episodes i yeah. have a lot of fun so i really appreciate it so thank you for having me again and uh guys listen i already listen to this already following uh let's do a podcast but follow beer with a purpose uh anthony we didn't get you a social media page yourself as well <laughs> and then uh guys appreciate it man you guys-
1: and Goodbye, uh w- when working uh where can people follow you victor
2: Dallas Beer Talk on all social media, website, everything, everything's connected. Uh, we Google Dallas Beer Talk, you can find me everywhere. TikTok, right. I'm making TikTok videos.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, Victor's on the TikTok. All right.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> that was great. Beers.
1: All right. Uh, and you can reach us, uh, you, can, you can find us on social media, on Instagram at Let's InstaPod. You can find us on Twitter, on Let's Tweet a Pod. You can find us on Facebook at Let's Do a Podcast. Uh, reach out to us uh let us know your comments give us your feedback give us your critique hey we're happy to hear it and we'll we'll take it and we'll uh, we'll apply uh we'll apply whatever uh roxy throw at us we'll uh we're, we're happy to get it from you so thanks
0: all right cool
1: but uh is brian is there anything else
0: i mean we didn't talk about what movie we're doing next but we have no idea so
1: Yeah, so stay tuned and you will see it the next movie in our feed, TBD. (laughs) Yeah. All right, but if there's anything, uh, unless there's anything else, I am Anthony.
0: And I'm Ryan.
1: (laughs) And that wasn't Victor driving his car.
0: (laughs) All right.
3: Bye. Bye, guys. guys.
0: (laughs) I'm so sorry.